Season's greetings, everyone. It's that time of year again. No matter what you're celebrating this holiday season, Amazon has gifts for everyone. Go to D2RPN.com and click the Amazon banner and help out the D2R Podcast Network. Happy holidays from everyone here at the D2R Podcast Network. darkest, most secure, hadron collider and nuclear bomb tested and approved doomsday bunker, here is Ryan the Area Man. Hey dude, what's up bro? Let's get into this shit. Alright. Shit show. So, um, we're recording Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Just Happy so, Thanksgiving! Just so people know when they hear this, it's been a few days. But, uh, hours ago Dave, Donald Trump pardoned General Flynn. Did he know? Did you not hear that? I did not. You seemed kind of surprised. I thought you'd be a... Well, I guess since it was hours ago, you probably wouldn't know. No, I was busy doing stuff around the house. Hey, Tweets. It is my great honor to announce that General Michael T. Flynn has been granted a full pardon. Congratulations to General Flynn and his wonderful family. I know you will now have a truly fantastic Thanksgiving. So, what does that mean now? Well, so... Flynn was his guy, yeah? Yeah, and uh, they were they tied him up for basically four years, uh, General Flynn. So obviously, uh, there's there's lots going on here, Dave. This is like a really like uh, crazy fucking thing. So you got you got Sidney Powell, yep, who's says so she's going to release the Kraken, yep, with a big uh, lawsuit in uh, Georgia supposedly today. All right. Mm-hmm. So we're as of right now, the Kraken has not been released. Well, that's that's the thing. The the lawsuit in Georgia piece hasn't. I mean, it could be getting filed as we speak. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be watching that live. Cool. I'm going to be refreshing as we discuss here. But I so Sidney Powell was General Flynn's attorney. Mm. So okay. I, I don't know if you knew that. Did not. Oh, um, no, I did know that. I did know that from one of the videos I watched. Yeah, yeah. So, um, now just, it, it's it's all so much happened in just these last few days. So, mm-hmm. and I have a feeling more shit's going to happen by the time this episode comes out. It's going to seem like, yeah, that was so five days ago. Yeah, you're so guys are full of behind. You guys suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it feels like at this point. It's like yeah. so much shit happens. So, um, and, and we're gonna we're gonna kind of jump back to it, but we'll start with this Flynn mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So I think Flynn is part of the releasing of the Kraken. I think Flynn is say the head of the Kraken. Okay. Because so the reason 
the Obama administration and and all that with the Russia Gate and all this bullshit, where they targeted Flynn originally right. to get arrested or whatever and step down from his national security position in Trump's administration, all this was because Flynn knew everything. Everything, yeah. So, and I don't know for sure, but I, I personally have always thought Flynn is behind the Q thing. Maybe not the only one, but I, I have to think that he's behind Q in some respect. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and we had talked about that when we were doing that picture. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so here's the thing. As long as they kept, so, so basically everything was clear. Flynn was innocent. Mm hmm. What they had that Judge Sullivan, I think is what it was, who would not let it go. He which would not. It, it was, you know, Flynn, Flynn he, he wasn't going to let it go. And, you know, everything had been shown and proven that he was innocent, but wasn't going to let it go. Right. So um, they basically, the, that was signaling, like, we need to tie this guy up because as soon as, as his case or, you know, he's found innocent officially and the case is fully done, He's able to talk. Mm-hmm. So now it's been circumvented. Well, you got a full pardon. So this, and it's just, I'm just saying, if you look at this, you have Sidney Powell, who's Monday of this week for the listeners last week saying, uh, you know, I'm going to release the Kraken and it's going to be biblical. Mm-hmm. That's very important. Biblical. All right. So, um, and and it's all led up to Wednesday, which is today for us. Right. Um, now on Monday, I didn't hear shit about General Flynn being pardoned. This the talk, as far as I knew, started Tuesday, and now Wednesday he's pardoned. So Sidney Powell's going to release the fucking Kraken and do this big voter fraud lawsuit thing in Georgia on Wednesday, which is today. So we're waiting for that, and then Trump. Pardons um, Flynn, all right? Mm-hmm. So now you've got Sidney Powell, who's Flynn's attorney. She's having to dick around with all this bullshit. Well, a few things here. When Trump pardons Flynn, all of a sudden there, there is no more court nonsense. So she right. doesn't need to focus on that. She can full focus into the election shit, right? So... Um, you have, uh, let's see, it's hard to explain cause I, I'm, we're missing a piece that we, we're going to get to here in a minute. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to talk around it so that we can get this piece out and then go back to it. Uh, so this clears up Sidney Powell to focus all on the election right. shit. It also means now he can talk. He could testify. He can do whatever. This is um, Obama's worst fucking nightmare that just happened is mm-hmm. Flynn's released. Now, Sidney Powell, we're releasing the Kraken. It's all coming down in the next two weeks. Well, as of the time we're recording is the beginning of week one. When listeners are hearing this, it's the beginning of week, week two. two. Mm-hmm. All right. So within these next two weeks, according to Sidney Powell, the Kraken will be released. General Flynn, in my opinion, is the start of the Kraken being released because what happened? He was pardoned, therefore he was released. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, it's going to be biblical. Right after Flynn gets 
pardoned. He tweets, Jeremiah 1, verse 19. What's that from, Dave? The Bible? The Bible, yes. Wasn't that interesting? I, I don't know if that's if that has anything to do with do you know it what, being biblical. Do you know what Jeremiah 1, 19 is? Well, I, I, know, I know by my by heart. Well, I figured you would have looked it up and known it by I now. I did look it up. <laughs> We're going to still look it up on here, though, so I can read it verbatim. Yeah. Uh, but... That's right fucking there. But, uh, all right, so that verse, Jeremiah 1, verse 19, this is from the New International Version of the Bible. Uh, they will fight against you, but you will not, but... Try it again there, Ryan. They will fight against you, but will not overcome you, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. That is the passage. So basically, there it's, they will fight against you, but will not overcome you. Nice, nice. <clears throat> and I like the, the bottom part, the for I am with you and I will rescue you. Because he's been not hanging out for a while. Now he's here, he will help us and rescue us. Well, declares oh, the Lord. In- so basically, I mean, this is this is pretty um, interesting. It's I'm releasing the crack and it's going to be biblical. Trump pardons Flynn. And the first thing Flynn does is tweet out a Bible passage. I don't know. This seems like Q live. Is mm-hmm. what it feels like. Now, mm-hmm. keep in mind, for us, Dave, this was hours ago. So right. we're, we're literally, like, it's almost one of these things where we should release this, not on Monday, but we should release this, like, right after we're done. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think we're still going to target the Monday thing and just let the cards fall. Yeah. Anyways, so that's interesting, right? Yep. That ties kind of the biblical. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe it's not <laughs> what it seems. Um, so then, uh, let's see, where's the next thing that we go to? I did not have time to send myself stuff off the phone that I had grabbed this week, but we will go through some of it. I don't know. Um, we're going to go through some of this stuff here, but let's start with this. So I believe it was on Monday. What's the date today? The 25th. Yeah, Monday, the 23rd. Um, I don't know if you heard. Have you heard anything? Depends on what you're talking about. I've heard a lot of things. Okay. <laughs> about the election. Uh, so there was this. Um, people were freaking out on, on Tuesday that I work with, like mm-hmm. Trump supporters that I work with, about what's this shit about Trump? Uh Giving Biden money and starting the process, the transition process. Have you heard about yes, this? Yes, I have heard that. He, okay. He said he was going to start the process. Mm-hmm. Right. Just formality and mm-hmm. all this, right? Mm-hmm. People were freaking out because that would indicate, had you looked at CNN, oh, Trump's Trump's basically, he's conceded yeah, he's now. Conceded, he hasn't yeah. conceded because every fucking, if you go look at Trump's Twitter, which we don't need to, but... He's not conceding. No. At all. And he keeps saying, I will, we will still win and you know, all that oh, shit. Yeah. 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 There's, there's no back down from Trump on, on that, at least in those terms. All right. So this, this um, as you, you have to do this, like it's a, it's a formality thing. Mm-hmm. You give the incoming president-elect or whatever these like funds to like start the transition process or whatever. Right. However, very important piece to this, and um, so there's a general services administration that handles this. It gives 
say Biden this yeah. this chunk of money. I remember her name offhand, but yeah, it's Emily Murphy. There you go. So I'm going to read this letter. Not all of it because some of it's you know on the U.S. code. What you know, it doesn't really matter that shit. I'm going to read the important pieces. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is uh, dated November 23rd, 2020, to the Honorable Joseph R. Biden. I don't I know if I'd be able to type that, yeah, honestly. I but I can't say it. Uh, Dear Mr. Biden, I'm skipping the first paragraph. That's not what the letter says. That's what I'm telling you now. Mm-hmm. I'll start at the second paragraph. I have just dedicated much of my adult life to public service, and I have always strived to do what is right. Please know that I came to my decision independently based on the law and available facts. I was never directly or indirectly pressured by any executive branch official, including those who work at the White House or GSA, with regard to the substance or timing of my decision. To be clear, I did not receive any direction to delay my determination. I did, however, receive threats online by phone and by mail directed at my safety, my family, my staff, and even my pets in an effort to coerce me into making this determination prematurely. Even in the face of thousands of threats, I always remained committed to upholding the law. So I'll stop there. Mm-hmm. I've read the letter. Okay. Well, that's good. You don't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but some listeners probably don't even know this letter exists. Right, right. So what's fantastic about this letter is that she's indicating that, you know, even though you assholes have threatened me, my family, my staff, my pets, in all this, mm-hmm. I didn't. That's not why I'm doing this, but I do think Trump said, "Go ahead." Now it says there she wasn't directed to do this, right. but I think what was happened is Trump was basically like, you know, "We don't need you fucking people feeling threatened or whatever." Mm-hmm. So just go ahead and move forward with this. You know, uh, let him do whatever. I mean, he's he's playing. President elect right now. Yeah, office of the and whatever. Bullshit. Now, here's the other thing. And this is where it's kind of interesting. Um, I don't really know if there's anything else in I that. I think the, the last paragraph talks about. Let's see here. Okay, about the money? About the money and the uh, the law and uh, the ruling and all that shit. Wasn't it in the bottom of that? And the, in the very last paragraph, it does talk about that. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I'll read the second one, and then we'll just call it. Skip to the last one, and then I'll get back to the other interesting piece. Uh, um, Contrary to media reports and insinuations, my decision was not made out of fear or favoritism. Instead, I strongly believe that the statute requires that the GSA administrator ascertain, not impose, the apparent president-elect. Unfortunately, the statute provides no procedures or challenges, or no procedures or standards for this process. So I looked into looked to precedent from prior elections involving legal challenges and incomplete counts. GSA does not dictate the outcome of legal disputes and recounts, nor does it determine whether such proceedings are reasonable or justified. These are issues that the Constitution, federal laws, and state laws leave to the election certification process and decisions by courts of competent jurisdiction. I do not think that an agency charged with improving federal procurement and property management should place itself above the constitutionally based election process. I strongly urge Congress to consider amendments to the Act. Uh, we, I think we can skip the next one. 
Uh, no, you know, I'm just going to read them both okay. just because it, it, you know. Continues. As you know, the GSA administrator does not pick or certify the the winner of a presidential election. Instead, the GSA administrator's role under the act is extremely narrow to make resources and services available in connection with a presidential transition. As stated, because of recent developments involving legal challenges and certifications of election results, I have determined that you may access the post-election resources and services described in Section 3 of Act of the Act upon request. The actual winner of the presidential election will be determined by the electoral process detailed in the Constitution. Here is the last paragraph. Section 7 of the Act and Public Law 116-159, dated October 1, 2020, which provides continuing appropriations until December 11, 2020, makes $6,300,000 available to you to carry out the provisions of Section 3 of the Act. In addition, $1 million is authorized pursuant to Public Law 116-159 to provide appointee orientation sessions and a transition directory. I remind you that Section 6 of the Act imposes reporting requirements on you as a condition for receiving services and funds from GSA. Okay, and then signed Emily W. Murphy, Administrator, U.S. General Services Administration. Mm-hmm. All right. So, upon the Biden administration, President Select, it's laughable. But yeah, it's bullshit. Upon him taking these funds, he now has to, uh, for one, he has to fill out what he's using the money for during the transition process. Mm -hmm. He has to keep a record of all that. All right. Um, Not that they'll fuck that up, but that's that's one piece of it that they have to do. Because, keep in mind, I'm talking about this under the understanding that Trump will eventually be reelected mm-hmm. through these, not the recounts, but through the overturning of the bullshit, the, this fraud. Okay, mm-hmm. so all these funds going to Biden, I will assume then will have to be returned because mm-hmm. they are not. They went he to this guy. To them, yes. He wasn't technically entitled to them, so mm-hmm. he's requesting them, and they're doing this. Even though she spells out, it wasn't because of she, she was in a position where she was forced to do this, but she was threatened. And I think it's fantastic that she puts that mm-hmm. in there because what that's doing is characterizing, I guess as a whole, Biden, his administration, and his supporters yep. as people who threaten when they don't get their way. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um now, you also have to keep in mind, this is just a little ditty on the side, and I hate that now, but uh, two or, I think it's two-ish, Trump lawyers um, quit because they had been doxxed yep. and threatened and all, once again, threatened and all this shit, okay? Mm-hmm. So, once again, it's not like people on Trump's side would call Trump's attorneys and threaten them, so clearly it's Biden, Biden Biden's administration. Or Biden supporters, and mm-hmm. or Biden supporters. Okay, mm-hmm. I mean, you're seeing a trend here of one side who does threats, mm-hmm. and one side who doesn't. Okay, this is all going to be pertinent oh, yeah. because eventually this is going to all come crashing down, and that's going to be used as say, 
characterizing one side or the other. Mm-hmm. We already know that side's pieces of shit. They're the ones out riding and looting and all this shit. So we already know. We expect this at this point. Yeah. But, all right. So, presumably he's going to have to pay this money back. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, this is the interesting part of this whole thing. Once he takes this money, he now has to... So this is starting the process of transition, right? Right. He now has to disclose... Because now this begins the process of, well, we'll have to run full uh, like background and all this, all these checks so you can get your clearance to be, you know, you have a security clearance, mm-hmm. right? There's different levels right. of clearance that you, you can get. Obviously, the president gets, what, a Q clearance or whatever, something like that, mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever clearance each person in the administration will get because of whatever. So this is when they start doing all those things, I believe. And you have to disclose if you have any business dealings with foreign countries, if you received money from foreign countries, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Things that Biden's basically going to have to lie about because Biden has a son, Hunter. Yep. So, yeah, Biden may not have received, but his son did. Well, that all has to be disclosed. It's not going to. Well, that's the thing. We already know mm-hmm. it exists. Mm-hmm. So if you don't disclose it, well, now you're lying. We've already got you on that. Mm-hmm. So you have to disclose it. Well, now you can't even get a security clearance. So you can't be president. I like it. He's been backed into a corner of saying, well, you're either going to lie and we're going to get you or you're going to tell the truth and we've got you. Mm-hmm. So either way, we've got you. This is called checkmate. Yeah, pretty much. It's a big-ass checkmate. I, I, I mean, on top of all the other shit, mm-hmm. I, I just think this is funny because I don't see how... Um, this is one of those things where when it's all said and done and Biden goes to jail or gets arrested or indicted, him and his son, mm-hmm. it's going to be one of these things where oh, he's just going after... Uh, Trump's just going after one of his opponents. No, no. You did this here in writing. You didn't admit to these things, and we have all this other... So all this shit on this laptop, Hunter's laptop, saying, you know, I'm in in business with the top fucking uh, intelligence guy for China doing all this shit and getting money from all these countries, Mm -hmm. but you didn't list any of that. Yet it's clear what this is. Right. You have to list these things. So you, are you, you I would love it if the, are you stupid or are you lying? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, are you yeah. stupid or liar? Because, right. I, mean, I mean. He's both. He is both. He is both. But he's not the one going to be filling this shit out either. Right. Somebody else is. So somebody. So he's going to have to pass the buck down. Okay, but Biden, are you are you now saying you didn't know who filled this out? So basically, you're not even in charge of your own administration, but you're going to be president. Yeah, like the sure. point is, the whole thing's going to crumble, and it's going to be fucking hysterical watching. For instance, the clowns at the circus pretend. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be interesting how Do you think we'll see any of it on the fucking news, though? Probably. Well, that's... Okay. America's not going to know what's really going on because they're fucking sheep. 
it doesn't it doesn't matter what what we fucking uh, here's the thing because now, now you open a different can of worms is is fixing mainstream media at this point i i don't i don't know why anybody would turn on any kind of mainstream news okay mm-hmm. uh that's me though there are people out there that still only watch CNN and believe everything CNN. I took a, an interesting dive into Twitter, and I go click on the opposition's things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anybody else has done this, listeners or you. These people actually think Trump's done something illegal. Yeah. He. These people actually think Russiagate was real. PPGate was real. Mm-hmm. They think Trump has fucked his daughter. These people are insane. But they don't believe that Hillary would have a body count or eat children and shit. No. It, it, it's you fascinating. I mean? <laughs> so, and then here, here's the problem is, in that respect, you literally have a, a divide. It's like, you know, what was that story in the Bible where, uh, you know, he divides the Red Sea. Yeah, and they, Moses part and they, of the Red yeah. Sea. Mm-hmm. So you got one side of people that think everybody on the left's fucking insane, and then you have the left side where everybody over there thinks everybody on the right's insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to think that I'm right down the middle here. Obviously, I have a bias towards Trump, but um, it's fascinating to me that like I'll consider all options. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're open to Where I don't idea. think that side is. I don't think the left side is considering all options. And and the reason I come to that determination, I see somebody saying, "Well, you only watch Fox News." I got told I, all I do is watch Fox News. I said, "I I don't even know who's on Fox. News. I don't besides Tucker Carlson, I have no fucking idea." Mhm. I don't watch Fox News. I could give a shit less because that's mainstream. I, I avoid it. Right. So I tend to go with OAN, Newsmax, things like that, where they're literally will, they'll, if Trump does something fucking stupid or says, or, you know, whatever, they're, they're going to hit him on it. They're not just, they're not just going to toe the Trump line. Mm-hmm. They're an actual news organization. Yeah. Unbiased and talks about they both. They report the news. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, I don't know, man. It's like, I don't, I, sitting here talking about the media, I mean, we've harped on it something enough, has know. to happen where you can push out all this information to these, the other side. The problem is, they, it's almost like they have decided it doesn't matter what comes out in terms of Trump. They have bought and paid for their thing. It's like they have sent the money to Prince whoever, who is going to eventually send them billions of dollars, mm-hmm. but they've already sent the, the first 50000 so that they can just get the something back from the, you know, it's, it, it's a right. fucking email scam that they have bought into, and they can't admit that they were fooled. Yep. And and even though, you, say, your whole family's telling you, hey, it's a scam, bro. You're never going to get a fucking thing. Oh, no, no. I'm going to get it. This is, this is them. Mm-hmm. They, they have been fooled so bad, and they can't admit that they bought into 
the oh, scam. The bullshit, right. And, and they're having like a fucking mental breakdown because of it. Like, they just can't comprehend that they could be wrong or mm-hmm. that they were duped. Because why would the media do that? Right. Well, the only answer I can say is, without literally walking people through it step by step, is go look who funds the news that you watch. Start there. Mm-hmm. Go look and see who funds it. We've said it for years, well, man. Follow the fucking money. Why would that matter? I can just see people asking me these questions. And it matters because if I had a news organization, I don't know, let's say if I had a podcast, okay? I, Hypothetically, of I, course. I don't have a podcast. But let's just say I did. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because somebody's really taking this to heart right now. Yet you're listening to a podcast. Okay. So I, let's say my podcast is news-based, all right? I'm giving you news right now, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't get funding from anyone. George Soros doesn't cut me a check. Um, so, But it, let's just say George Soros did cut me a check. You know what you'd be hearing on this podcast then? You'd be hearing me talking about how great Biden is, and we can't we can't wait till he uh, gets inaugurated on January twentieth, and and yada yada. No, you don't hear that because I'm not funded by them. I fund myself, and therefore I scour and analyze all the data, and then I come to you with the most logical uh, deductions of cut out all the bullshit, all the fake news. And this is what it actually probably is, with my own opinion. Right. Now, granted, I'm no, not calling myself a news source, so I can insert my opinion. If I was an actual news source, I'd have to take out my opinion. Or I should, mm-hmm. but CNN doesn't, MSNBC doesn't. None of the news places do that. They're won't all fucking opinion-based. It's That's why they're called mainstream media. Mm-hmm. They're not news. Right. Nobody calls them news. That's their mainstream media. Right. Um, because their media so um something's got to happen with that you've got to be able to oh so that's what i was getting in a way you've got to be able to get to those people but at the same time is it going to matter right or is it one of those things when once these uh lawsuits all hit and things start getting overturned i Ideally, you'd have to assume there's going to be enough evidence that even the mainstream media can't skirt around it. Or people are going to be hearing, and, and when they finally see President Trump has been reelected as President of the United States, and they'll, all those heads explode because for the last two months they were told mm-hmm. by CNN that President-elect Joe Biden... And now it's not what it is. Right. Hypothetically, you'd think you would go look into, well, what happened here? And you wouldn't think you'd go looking at the same place that just lied to you for the last two months. But here's the other thing. When you go look into these people's insanity in Twitter, they believe that Trump, if he is able to pull this off, it's a coup. (laughs) Trump's pulling a coup on himself, apparently, (laughs) to become reelected. Makes total sense. I mean, that that's the part that is fascinating. Like, I literally see these people, and they put, they're typing coup. It's like, do you even know what a coup is? Yeah, sure. 
<laughs> the coup is what you're doing. What they're trying you to do. You morons. Not what they've been trying to do for the last fucking four years. And then these people sit there and say, you know, the whole, um, why can't these Trump supporters just accept uh, the loss of the election, and yeah. and then I see, and then I see Trump supporters, these ones that actually like have time to sit and debate these fucking idiots, say, "Oh, like you did the last four years." Mm-hmm. They haven't accepted 2016 yet, but we're just supposed to sit back and say, "Oh, you're right." CNN called a Joe Biden president-elect, so it must be what it is. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna say the. Statement that that made me famous. Kill yourselves. <laughs> Seriously. It's laughable at this point. Well, yeah, it's like when we were watching fucking fat-ass Whoopi Goldberg talking about it. Oh, suck it up, buttercup. Well, bitch, you, you were ones that were saying the hashtag, not my president. I'm going to go to a cry room and shit. Not my, fuck off with that bullshit. She was going to leave the country. Yet her fucking, fucking leave. Stupid ass is still fucking here. Fucking cunt, leave. It's, uh, it's one of those things. All right, so what's the whole missing piece thing that you were like trying to skirt around? Oh, with General Flynn? Yeah, yeah, because you're trying to talk about it. And you're like, oh, I'm trying to talk about yeah. it without talking about this. All right, well, let me go to my phone because that is a piece. So, on uh, November 22nd, which was Sunday, mm-hmm. um, there was a another thing that had everybody in fucking uproar, thinking, "Oh shit." Uh, Trump campaign puts out a little blurb. Mm. I'll read it. It's short. Uh, it says, November 22nd, 2020, Trump campaign statement on legal team. Quote, Sidney Powell is practicing law on her own. She is not a member of the Trump legal team. She is also not a lawyer for the president in his personal capacity. End quote. And that was a quote from Rudy Giuliani, attorney for, attorney for President Trump, and Jenna Ellis, Trump campaign senior legal advisor and attorney for President Trump. Okay. Yeah. So a and lot of people took that like but they uh, fired her, kind of. Well, not that they fired her, but here Sidney Powell's on TV talking about Dominion and all this shit, and and it it was perceived and then reported from CNN as, oh look, Trump's uh, um, attorneys are distancing themselves from from Sidney Powell, and and she's no longer part of the Trump. Okay. Now Trump's tweeted out in the past that. Rudy, Sydney, Jenna, mm-hmm. they're all part of his legal team, all right? Mm-hmm. So Sydney Powell comes out with her own statement. And that's I'll read that now. Do you? Now this is really small on my phone. How do you get it to flip? Anyways, bear with me. <laughs> this is really, really small. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you have that on the fucking computer? <laughs> wow. So that's as I did. Normally, I transfer everything over. It's a tweet, though, isn't it? Mm-mm. Oh, no! I grab these like things. These aren't like screenshots or anything. Oh, I, this is like the a actual file thing. I mean, it, it was probably in a tweet or something that I right, grabbed, but right. it was, anyways. Um, so this is from Sydney Powell. This is her letter, and as a response. I agree with the campaign statement that I am not part of the campaign's legal team. I never signed a retainer agreement or sent the president or the campaign a bill for my expenses or fees. My intent has always been to expose all the fraud I could find and let the chips fall where they may, whether it be upon Republicans or Democrats. 
The evidence I'm compiling is overwhelming that that is software tool, that this software tool was used to shift millions of votes from President Trump and other Republican candidates to Biden and other Democrat candidates. We are proceeding to prepare our lawsuit and plan to file it this week. It will be epic. We will not allow this great republic to be stolen by communists from without and within or our votes altered or manipulated by foreign actors in Hong Kong, Iran, Venezuela, or Serbia, for example, who have neither regard for human life nor the people who are in who are the engine of this exceptional country. Hashtag we the people elected Donald Trump and other Republican candidates to restore the vision of America as a place of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You may assist this effort by making a non-taxable contribution to www.defendingtherepublic.org. Hashtag Kraken on steroids. Mm-hmm. Signed, Sidney Powell. So that was her response. Yeah. So there's just some clarification there that, um, you know, so I had people messaging me like, what the fuck is this? Sydney's not part of the thing. Like right. thinking, oh shit, like we, we thought we had all this stuff and now they're distancing. And I said, no, 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 it's not what it seems. Um, and I think the re- so basically she's doing this on her own on her own for the country it's like mm-hmm. whether we find it or not or whatever we find this is what it is you know if if it comes out that trump's fucking uh conducting a coup on himself or something like that then you know what i mean then yeah. that's what it is right. she's like i'm not and and so i think this is all like strategy this is all being done on purpose so like if they try to because they keep trying to lump um there's like random people like you let's say you looked on the website like we did in the last episode mm-hmm. i think or maybe it was whatever whatever we did when we looked up to see you know if your vote was there yeah, or whatever two, doesn't get two episodes ago but either way yeah um and you discovered that it wasn't that you didn't count or something like that and you filed a lawsuit uh, for voter fraud or something, you know, mm-hmm. for yourself. And But you had no fucking proof other than you just didn't see it. And ultimately it was you didn't mark the right box or sign or whatever. And then a judge threw that out. Now, you're not part of Trump's campaign fighting electoral fraud, right? Right. So there's been several people that have filed these things on an individual basis, not with the campaign, mm-hmm. and most of them are stupid, frivolous, nonsensical lawsuits right. with no basis in reality, and those have all gotten thrown out. CNN then takes all that and says, Trump's had all these lawsuits, and they've all these ones here have been all thrown out. None of those have to do with Trump specifically, meaning he was behind them. Right. It's like, so once again, CNN is literally reporting... One this thing here that is not true. So they're lying by omission. They're leaving certain shit out. Yeah, I mean? it's it's like, and that's that's what they do. So they, it's so fucking frustrating. It, I don't know, dude. It's like, uh, so there's that. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's the the piece that I was kind of skirting around. 
that we would get back to. Let's jump over to the Twitter because there is what's the one I want to start with. This some bitch right here. Um, this Patrick Byrne guy. Okay. He is the. So this guy, he says on his Twitter, advocate of constitutional republicanism for government, blockchain for institutions, and educational choice for human capital. He is the the tech investor behind the elite shadow cybersecurity team digging up incontrovertible evidence of election fraud. Um, Patrick Byrne, let's go to his wiki because I want you to know who this guy is. Yeah, I want to know who Mr. Burns is. He's an American entrepreneur. Um, oh, his birthday's coming up. Happy birthday in a couple of days. Who was the CEO of Overstock.com. In 1999, Byrne launched Overstock after leading two smaller companies, including one owned by Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway. 2002, Byrne took over Overstock.com, or took Overstock.com public. Um... Uh, Byrne has advocated for cryptocurrency such as Bitcoin. He was the uh, first company to start accepting Bitcoin as a currency on Overstock. Um, Anyways, he's a never-Trumper. He does not vote. He did not vote for Trump in 2016 or 2020. Mm -hmm. He categorizes himself as a libertarian. Okay. So more than likely he voted for Joe Jorgensen or something like that. Right. Um, so it's not like, oh, this is another Trump guy. This guy does not like Trump. But him and his team, he's he's like, they've been analyzing everything since the 2018 midterm election mm-hmm. and the fraud there. They've been analyzing Dominion and how their systems do this shit. And he said they've got so much shit they had uh, two days after the election was done that would have just whatever. So he's been feeding all the information they've got to Sidney Powell. Oh, nice. And he basically, he'll probably be called when they bring this to the Supreme Court or whatever, he'll probably be called as a to, expert witness. Yeah, because he ha- he's able to break down the specifics of the data in terms of the computer piece where Sidney right. Powell doesn't isn't like the greatest at trying to yeah it'd be like putting me there and saying all right now explain all this technical data for me and i'd be like uh, uh, you know yeah you turn into jim fetzer all of a sudden yeah so <laughs> wow you said his name <laughs> yeah this, i wouldn't this, have uh, this podcast is never coming out again <laughs> well we should actually try and get him back on here yeah all right so let's see here I'm hoping there's a little video. I'm hoping it's not a long video, but it might just be an article. No, there's something there. Five minutes. Is this the... Uh, yeah, this might be it. All right. So this is a interview that, that Chanel Ryan or Rion, whatever. Yeah. From uh, OAN, One American News. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Let's see if it'll play. As media continues to ignore claims of election fraud, one millionaire has set out to prove their cover-up in support of the truth. 
One America's Chanel Rion reports. Patrick Byrne, founder and former CEO of Overstock.com, has long considered himself a libertarian tech entrepreneur. Byrne now finds himself more than entrepreneur. He's on a mission to save the republic from a deadly virus, widespread machine and software election fraud. He's doing this by funding a niche group of experts, and the Trump legal team has been listening. You've put together a group of individuals who are trying to crack down on the fraud that is Dominion. Tell us more about what you've been doing. Yes. Well, I, I'm I I funding a team of hackers and cyber sleuths and other people with odd skills. We've been on this since August. Uh, one side story to be pursued someday is this: the DHS was warned of all this in August and September. Mm. We tried very hard, and it was all crammed down. And I mean from high levels. The experts Byrne is funding is an elite cybersecurity team that has been hired by the state of Texas to investigate a series of irregularities in the Dallas elections of 2018. The team consisted of members with backgrounds in military intelligence and federal law enforcement. Byrne says the election irregularities in Dallas 2018 was rooted in Dallas's use of Dominion voting machines. This group has been on Dominion's trail over two years. I've been up there since with them since August and expanding and, and, and funding further and deeper investigations. So we really, I felt, kind of had the answer when everyone woke up November 4th and saying what happened. We couldn't quite believe we couldn't get anyone to listen to us. Their findings include a detailed list of impossibilities. Dominion machines processing more ballots than is physically possible real-time data showing Biden vote dumps that are statistically impossible, and dozens of backdoor ways in which votes by the thousands could be changed, manipulated, or deleted. When you get talking about, you know, thousands of votes in a row for one candidate, just to give you, uh, just to give you the mathematical odds against it, if you're talking about a group that has a 96% affinity for Biden, so imagine we're talking about very heavily Biden ward, right. The chance of having 100 votes in a row for Biden, if, it's not, if the chance of every vote is 96% for Biden, the chance you would have 100 in a row is about 1.6%. The chances you would have 1,000 in a row goes to, it's about a, quad, um, like a couple quadrillion to one. And the chances totally that you would possible. have the kinds of numbers we were seeing, where there were places where there were tens of thousands of votes in a row for Biden, the chances of are quadrillions and quadri quadrillions of quadrillions against that could ever happen in nature. You didn't necessarily vote. You did not vote for Donald Trump. You are a libertarian. That's correct. And you are doing this why? I've never voted Republican or Democrat in my life. This is about the Constitution. These are goons. If we lose. This moment, the Constitution's done. We're never back. We're never have a free election again. I've spoken to your, your guys behind the scenes. They're very, uh, they seem very knowledgeable, and they've pulled incredible data. Are you seeing a clear pattern between the major swing states in this regard? It's more than a clear pattern. We know exactly what happened. It's just a matter of how quickly can we get it all built up and explained and such, but it's absolutely clear. There's no, there's no, there's no shades of gray about this. Byrne says the election was 100% rigged, and it's not just real-time data proving this. We have more than uh, the data. We have the data. We have hundreds of affidavits. We have been. We've also have people gathering and, and organizing that effort. And we have the the analysis of the equipment itself. So that's really the three buckets. And we're getting it out. We're first feeding it to uh, 
you know, the, the, those who want it, which are basically uh, Sydney's and Rudy's people, I want to emphasize we're not on either team, we're, we're independent. To that end, Byrne, as a free agent, has been feeding his group's intel and findings to any group who can use it in court against Dominion. It's supporting anyone who wants the data, and I'm putting it up on my own website, which is called Deep Capture. Mm -hmm. I'm putting these different stories and facts and write-ups on there, so anyone can go there and find them. But this isn't even close. I want to assure people that this isn't even close. If you could freeze time and let this all play out through the courts, what would be exposed is 100% clear this whole thing was rigged. Chanel Vion, One American News, Washington. Want to see more videos like this? Yes. So there's that. Yeah, but there's no fraud. We're no. not going to report no, I, on fraud anywhere. This guy's just been doing it since 2018, studying it, and he's 100% sure the election was rigged. But there's no... Oh, and, you know, quadrillions of quadrillions of quadrillions of chance that tens of thousands of votes for one person, the same person would come in all at once. So this must be the one time. <laughs> well, he's record-breaking, man. He's got the most Jesus votes of American president-elect ever. Yeah. The most voter turnout ever. Uh, the most quadrillion to one chance I'm surprised ever. they didn't go overboard and say... Biden has the most votes of every election put together ever. <laughs> like they didn't just go like Biden has fourteen billion votes. Well, I wish I really it's wish that so Bill and I would have known about Dominion ahead of time. Well, you know, you know for everybody listening to this, you can go check out the Rock Vegas podcast because I'm pretty sure Bill and I's on the. Uh, <laughs> the Biden side, maybe, of, maybe not. I don't know what side would Bill be on. You'll have to listen yeah. and find out. <laughs> is he is he going to be on? He's on one of these teams. Is the question, or maybe he's gone rogue? I don't know. <laughs> but, anyways, let's get back to uh, serious stuff. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Uh, today, Dave, they had a uh, Pennsylvania state legislature holds hearing on election issues and irregularities. This was today. Mm -hmm. This is only. A, Two minutes. I think we should play this. I believe I've seen this. Maybe, possibly. I don't know. I I know Trump called into this though. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um. Anyways, uh, so we'll play this two minutes here. I I'll just read this. It's here's a quote from this. Forty-seven USB cards are missing, and my name is Gregory Stentrum. I am from Delaware County, former commanding officer in the Navy, veteran of foreign war, CEO of my own private company, and data scientist and forensic computer scientist and an expert in security and fraud. Okay. Nice. My name is Gregory Stenstrom. I'm from Delaware County. I'm a father. He says it way better than man. me. Uh, I was a former commanding officer and executive officer in the Navy. I'm a veteran of foreign wars. I'm a CEO of my own private company. I'm a data scientist. I'm a forensic computer scientist. I'm an expert in security and fraud. And we were told, um, I was told the next day uh, by uh, the uh, solicitors, uh, via, well, actually not the solicitor, but the attorney that we had secured, that they said every election they leave a couple of USBs in the voting machines and they're brought back and generally the warehouse manager comes over and puts them in. So in talking to uh, the U.S. Uh, Attorney General uh, McSwain, and other uh, law enforcement officers, uh, I found out that was not the case, that generally, uh, you know, more than, more than two is unusual. So they denied they did it, 
But um, as of today, 47 USBB cards are missing, and they're nowhere to be found. So I was told personally that these 32, uh, these 24 to 30 cards that were uploaded um, weren't there. Those cards, uh, I demanded that the, uh, they didn't update the vote live time. They only updated it about once every two or three hours. I demanded they updated the vote so I could see what the, the, uh, what the, what, what the result was. And it was, uh, 50,000 votes. And I think as a computer scientist, an American, and a patriot, it doesn't matter who those 50,000 votes were. I'll tell you they were for Vice President Biden, but, what was shocking to me as an American, as someone who has uh, gone to sea, gone to war, that um, that could even happen. Okay. Um, well, if, if they do a recount, they don't have those 47 USB cards, then it doesn't matter then, right? Well, they've already done the recount. Um, However, in the recount, when you're not checking signatures right, and all right, that. Right, right. I mean, like it's, Trump tweeted out over and over and over again during the recount, he said, there's no point in doing the fucking recount if you're not going to check the signatures. Mm-hmm. That's an audit. We need an audit. That yeah, point. well, now they're going to audit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's ultimately what it boils down to. Um, let's see here. Ooh. Oh. Um... So this is interesting. Um, sorry. This one here. This is a. This concerns. Before I read the tweet, this concerns the um, the server that remember mm-hmm. that whole server thing. Yep. And yep. Snopes said, "Oh, it's completely false." Yep. And and then Sidney Pollack came out and said, "Oh no, that shit's real." Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the server, you know, and the good guys have the server. You know, as reports of the U.S. Army had gone over and got right, all this. Right. All right. Uh, this here. The CIA was stripped of special operations powers last week for good reason. Castration by Trump, a good indication that military intelligence has the goods. One has to understand the crimes those seized servers contain are a matter of national security. Enemies foreign and domestic. Biblico. Um, so then, uh, this guy here, right, a link that they were stripped. And then, uh, then there's this video. I'm here today to announce that I have directed the special operations civilian leadership to report directly to me instead of through the current bureaucratic channels. That's Chris Miller, the guy that Trump just... Um, put in, put in, in place of Mark Esper after mm-hmm. he was fired. Mm-hmm. I mean, there you go. You, you, you. This, I love these guys. Give me proof that this is real, and then somebody fucking throws the right. proof. I just, I love that because it's like, I mean, to be fair, anybody can say anything, so right. it is nice that you can like. But you have to know who to fucking follow. Don't be following stupid shit yeah. because. Uh, we can keep going on that. I don't yeah, think I don't we need right. to, but we, we can. It's, uh, only, it's, it's only what? 30 seconds. Yeah. This historic step finalizes what Congress has authorized and directed and will put Special Operations Command on par with the military services for the first time. 
This reform will immediately improve agility to the department and the command and will enable us to streamline information flow, enhance decision making, and more adaptly and adeptly support our commanders and their superb soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines. I'm here today to announce... Good? Satisfied? Yeah. Okay. So, um, anybody that wants to doubt this shit, keep going to your fucking Snopes, keep believing your bullshit, mm-hmm. it's all here. They have it. Yeah. You are fucked. Anyways, I thought that was very pertinent. Very pertinent it it yeah. follows up things we had talked about in previous episode. Um, that's why I'm only hitting certain ones here. Because, you know, some of these, it's just... Um, another one of Trump's attorneys, that Lynn Wood, mm-hmm. which I think he's on the same kind of terms as Sidney Powell. Now, Lynn Wood's handling the case of that uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Yep. All right. That's how maybe you, uh, people recognize that name. Mm-hmm. Well, he's also part of the legal team. That is Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani and John Ellis and all this art. Uh, he's quoted as saying, The governor, the lieutenant governor, and the secretary of state in Georgia are corrupt by Chinese money. Mm. Um, and he's also quoted as saying, President Trump won over 400 electoral votes. That's good shit. I mean, at a certain point, if if he's not... Uh, Trump doesn't win this whole thing and it's all said and done. It's going to come down to corrupt judges mm-hmm. that are have basically been either threatened or blackmailed into going one way or the other. But first, we've got to have a special session of the Georgia legislature. Called... I don't know what the hell that was. Something just started talking on yeah, this fucking it wasn't there because uh, his mo- lips aren't moving. Yeah. Well, let's try and figure this out here. All right. I don't know, Dave. This fucking thing isn't. It's fucking weird, dude. It doesn't make any sense. Like it just keeps talking. So we're gonna. Fuck I it. guess we'll just move on from that. Alright. Um, but, anyways, Linwood he's quoted as saying President Trump won over four hundred electoral votes, which we had saw in the last episode we watched. Yeah, I would assume for someone, you know, I mean, let's just say he's talking out of his ass. Well, that kind of discredits him. And that doesn't bode well for him as an attorney. As I mean, granted, attorneys lie. Mm-hmm. But this is like, like, you may, you know, like, I don't see the advantage of him to do this, knowing he's featured attorney on mm-hmm. Trump's legal team, um, to sit here and spout off something that, would you know if not if it was not true should be easily debunked or right. whatever like if you're going to come out with that you must have something that would back that up otherwise why would you just spout off with that mm-hmm. and keep in mind the server that was you know obtained yeah had that you know what i mean That's so exciting. clearly there's some connection here mm-hmm. so I mean, unfortunately, we can't read the article because I'm not going to have yeah, so a guy talking. The entire, right. I don't even. I can't find the thing where they're talking yeah. though. Like, um, so let's see. In certain swing states, this is from Donald Trump. I guess I just started reading there, didn't mm-hmm. I? 
Uh, Donald Trump tweeted out, In certain swing states, there were more votes than people who voted, and in big numbers. Does that really matter? Stopping poll watchers, voting for unsuspecting people, fake ballots, and so much more. Such egregious conduct. Conduct. Egregious. I don't think I've ever seen that word spelled out before. No, I don't think you have. <laughs> egregious conduct. We will win. And then Tony Schaffer. <clears throat> he uh, quote tweets that and goes, more specifically, in certain areas, there were voting patterns that are not mathematically possible. And there was problems with voting machine glitches and specific issues with the number of recorded votes being higher than the number of ballots. Lots of people are talking. Yeah, but when is talking enough? I'm impatient. Um, so, and then there's this interesting, uh, let's see. little ditty? Got a little ditty there, right? I was trying to avoid it because I know you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember in the Q stuff, the uh, all the references to like corn and corn being harvested and mm-hmm. things like that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, like there's a lot of stuff in Q that has that. And then there was these like different like senators or congressmen would tweet out these random things that would be like, the corn is good for harvesting right now, and people were always thinking, "Oh shit, it's coming down." This is right. the thing. okay. Right. Um, well, couple things with corn. The first thing is Donald Trump pardoned a turkey. You know how they do this every year for Thanksgiving? They pardon yeah. turkeys. Yeah. There is two turkeys up for up for grabs, for lack of a better term. Uh, one was named Corn. The other one was named Cobb. Which one did he pardon? He pardoned corn. corn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not that that matters, but there's this. So corn backwards is N-R-O-C. National Reconnaissance Operations Center. NROC. NROC, or corn backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, jinkies. Um, I don't know. There was, I thought there was something with this, but it looks like. Um, there's something with the, um, National Reconnaissance Operations, but now I don't see it in the thing. Oh, <clears throat> so we'll just move on. It might be somewhere further down the line okay. here. I thought there was something like right there like linked right here, but uh, it's I don't see it right now in the thread. Okay. So it might be further down. Other people might have commented and it shot it down. Right, right. And I don't want to sit and look for it for 20 yeah. minutes. So yeah. there's something with that, and it, it could have something to do with, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say because I don't remember for it's sure. Fine. It's a cool patch, though. Yeah. Uh, point is, it's a real um, thing, the National Reconnaissance Operations. And backwards is corn. So maybe when they are referencing corn harvesting or corn whatever, maybe it's something with the National Reconnaissance Operations Center doing some sort of operation. Mm-hmm. I, in, I don't know. Or it could mean nothing. But right. then why are all these guys doing all the corn is ripe for harvesting or whatever the fuck right. Lots of corn talk. And then in the the one report, 
there was that, um, I forget the guy's name, he put out a report, not the Durham, or Huber, maybe, or somebody's report, and everything in that report was, uh, there was a lot of James Comey, mm-hmm. it was a, you know, wasn't about him, but he was listed in it, but in the thing, if you were to type in search James Comey, or just Comey, nothing came up, but if you put in uh, C-O-R-N-E-Y, Corny, mm-hmm. you would find James Corny listed a bunch of times. Really? So it was like they hid Comey by doing the R and the N to look like an M. Yeah. The lowercase R, you yeah. know, so it looks like an M. Yeah, it looks like Comey. Yeah. So when you're just looking at it, it looks like it says Comey, but if you search it, you can't find Comey. Um, Smart. So I don't know. And lots of corn stuff is the point here. Mm-hmm. And now you got a turkey that gets pardoned uh, named Corn the day before he pardons Flynn. Mm-hmm. And all this Q stuff is corn related. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. Right. Like, there's a lot of corn centric stuff here. Um, then there's this guy. Did we talk about this guy? Uh, Eric Coomer? I know the name, but I think because of all the stuff that I've watched uh, about Dominion. Yeah, this says, uh, yeah, this guy. I think we mentioned him in the last episode. Yeah, I don't think we watched um, this video, though, but yeah. No, because this is new that I just found this. This video. I mean, it's an old video, but it's it's new in terms of that I just found it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's that guy that um, was in one of the slides. He was like pro Antifa and shit, yeah, yeah. and he was some like executive yeah, he whatever was like an executive in Dominion. Of Dominion. Yeah. Yeah. So this here says 2017. Dr. Eric Coomer explains how to alter votes in the Dominion voting system. This is their guy explaining how to alter votes mm-hmm. in the Dominion voting system. Um, here's a quote, and then we'll watch the video. Don't worry about the election. Trump's not going to win. I made fucking sure of that. Dr. Eric Coomer, VP of U.S. Engineering for U.S. Dominion yeah, Voting it Company. Yeah. Uh, it's only a minute 48, so let's hit play on that. Mm, no sound. Oh, hang on. There's sound here, but I had that off. There we go. Handle everything currently digitally. This is our digital adjudication system. If you have multiple ICCs, ImageCast Central is running, they all write the data to a network drop location, and you can have multiple adjudication stations for multiple teams to handle the outstack ballots. This is a typical voter intent issue, where they didn't fill out the ovals completely, they just made little tick marks. Um, It's what's called an ambiguous mark. And what we're saying is, we're not sure what the voter intent is, but we're going to allow the adjudicators to make that call based on any kind of state statutes. So, Hang on. I got to pause it right there. So literally what you're saying is instead of I, I go to vote, I have a ballot here. Instead of filling in the circle, I put a check mark on Trump. Right. I turn it in. It gets rejected or put into an adjudicated section. And then these guys come along and say, they must have meant Biden. Yep. Okay, but I checked Trump. Now, I understand, but what you're supposed to... So here's the problem is, and this is what that Patrick Byrne found out in all that research. Mm -hmm. There's an interview that he did with uh, Alex Jones, I think, and he, he breaks all this down. 
any ballot that doesn't get accepted that goes into an adjudicated. So let's you know all these people uh, they're using sharpies. Mm-hmm. I think in Allegedly, Arizona or whatever. Yeah. No, it's not alleged. It's I was being sarcastic. Yeah, all tons of affidavits claiming these all Republicans were given sharpies while Democrats weren't, mm-hmm. and sharpies specifically don't work I, I, for right. whatever reason. Um, and so all those ballots go into a like a limbo, for instance. So what, instead of going through those ballots and saying, all right, well, this one, they sharpied Trump, so it goes to Trump. They don't look at them. They just see, okay, there's 15,000 uh, fucked up ballots here. They just all go to Biden. You can't just, so it, it's, in, it's, it's not the voter's choice. Because your ballot's fucked up. It's, they decide where these go. That's not how elections work. No. That's a fucking huge problem. Yeah, there is. Let's continue. So, right on the screen, I can go ahead and say, you know what? The voter meant to mark those. They wanted those votes to count for those candidates. I can do the back page. I'm not going to fill all of them in here. And then I hit complete. It's going to go on to the next ballot. And this is another classic one where the voter has circled the names instead of filling in the ovals. Any ballot that needs to be looked at will show up automatically on the screen. Um, some key things here. Uh, this, is a, this is a great tool for doing things like audits and recounts. Okay, so things like 5% recounts these days. We have an entire uh, additional system that, that works very similar to the adjudication product, product but it's for reviewing uh, ballots. So you can select whether you want to filter by precinct, a random selection of precincts, or just a random sampling of ballots across the whole election to actually audit. Um, we're doing that to support things. Uh, the buzzword in the industry these days are risk-limiting audits. Um, it's a statistical way of, of auditing election results. Um, and we can support that through this system as well. Keep in mind, that was in Chicago. Yeah. So I'd be willing to bet almost every election in Chicago has been rigged. Has been rigged. Which I would be willing to bet Pritzker's fat fucking ass did not actually get elected. I could see that. Because I don't know who the fuck would vote for raising taxes and taxes to death here. Mm-hmm. And that's all that idiot's done. Nobody votes for that. Even the dumb people in Chicago aren't voting for their taxes to be raised. Right. No matter how fucking liberal they are. Anyways. Um, That's interesting. It's all interesting, isn't it? Mm -hmm. This one here? Yeah. Sidney Powell just released an article detailing how Dominion's patent and proprietary code were given to a Chinese bank as collateral. Gee, why would that need to happen? No, I don't know. You tell me. Huge. Dominion voting system patents given to China Bank. HSBC. As collateral in 2019, HSBC received ownership of patents to intellectual property of elections, ballots, systems, cyber, and internet capacities. Patent agreement, down-pointing backhand index at City Hall. Does that make sense to you? The last part did not. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, so, let's see here. There's no fucking statement or no. Well, there's story. like some sort of. I think this is all part of the thing here. It's kind of showing the document. Oh, I got you. Yeah. 
Oh, it's not good for pod because you can't see it as a listener, but... Uh, There's all the patents there. Yeah. Anyways, there's that. We already covered that. The lady was threatened. Oh, I like this one. This is from Representative Jim Jordan. It's just an interesting statement. Mm -hmm. Makes you think. When the receiver knows he made the catch, he's not afraid of a review. When the director makes a good movie... She's not afraid of the critics. So why are Democrats afraid of an election audit? It's a good question. Well, maybe because it was rigged? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll skip that one. So I can read that. Um, this is from the Epic Times. A quote from Rudy Giuliani. This was not an individual idea of 10 or 12 Democrat bosses. This is a plan. You'd have to be a fool not to realize that. And he's talking about, uh, he's basically saying it's a national conspiracy by Democrat-controlled cities to uh, rig the election. There's that again. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, now we'll move on. I don't want to get into that. It might be a A side project. (laughs) Not a side. uh, Yeah, I guess you could say that. Um, what about that YouTube video of her we saw earlier oh yeah I was just checking I kind of wanted once I was done with this I was going to move the fuck on from this whole platform there's uh that fucking bitch this but oh yeah so Alyssa Milano Mm -hmm. alright so Dave, you caught the Alyssa Milano retweet that I did. Mm-hmm. You're probably trying to figure out, why the fuck would you retweet that crazy bitch? Yeah. Well, let's just read her tweet. This is from June 13th, 2018. Here's an excellent five-minute video called, I Hacked an Election. So can the so can the Russians. It shows how you can remotely rig a paperless, diebold voting machine. These are the same machines that will be used by all Georgian voters in the 2018 midterms. Interesting. Huh. So, back back when they were so concerned about the Russians are going to fucking hack our elections in 2018 so that they could win the House, which, by the way, they did, except it was them rigging everything, you had a bunch of morons like this exposing their own plan but projecting that it was the Russians doing it. And this is literally what happened in 2020. (laughs) And 2018 mm-hmm. on their side. Now that uh, Jack Posobiec, I don't know if you know who that is. Know the name? He, oh, here he is, right here. Um, he he tweeted out MSNBC in 2019 reporting how easy it is to hack Dominion and ES and S voting machines. We can watch that, and uh, I almost think you should watch this five minute real quick. Down. Then we'll end up on the Sydney one. All okay. Right. So this is from uh, Melissa Milano. Melissa. That's a porn star, isn't it? Yeah. Alyssa All Milano. cybersecurity experts who have given electronic voting machines any thought agree. These machines have got to go. To show you why, I'm running a mock election using the same dangerous and obsolete machine still in use today. 
Our election will find out whether Michigan students prefer their own university or our arch rival, Ohio State. After the chaos of the 2000 election, we were promised a modern and dependable way to vote. I'm here to tell you that the electronic voting machines Americans got to solve the problem of voting integrity, they turned out to be an awful idea. One vote for McCain. That's because people like me can hack them all too easily. I'm a computer scientist who has hacked a lot of electronic voting machines. I even turned one machine into a video game console. Imagine what the Russians and North Koreans can do. I've even gone to Congress to raise the alarm. Our highly computerized election infrastructure is vulnerable to sabotage and even to cyber attacks that could change votes. This is the same electronic voting machine used in Georgia, in parts of Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Mississippi, Tennessee, Texas, and even in swing states like Virginia, Florida, and Pennsylvania. Millions of Americans voted on paperless electronic voting machines in the 2016 election. Who are you going to vote for? 100% Michigan. 100% Michigan. Obviously Michigan. 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 But here's a little secret between you and me. I've already hacked these portless machines. Step one, buy a voting machine on eBay. Or, if you're the North Koreans, hack the manufacturer and steal their software code. Step two, write a virus. Step three, email your virus to every election official responsible for programming the voting machines with new ballots. Many of these officials are easy to find online. Step four, sip coffee and wait. Step five, hijack the ballot programming and let the election officials copy your invisible malicious code onto the voting machines. Step six, watch your code silently steal votes. All right, here are the results from the electronic voting machines. Ohio State wins 131 to 108. There's a good reason we computer scientists are paranoid it's a golden age for hackers. The computer virus that destroyed Iranian nuclear equipment. This is one of the largest data breaches in history. More than one billion of its accounts were hacked. What chance do the people running your local elections really have against Russia or North Korea? Okay, everyone. Um, I hacked the voting machines. <laughs> I do have the real results because we also counted on paper. Michigan wins! Michigan won in a landslide. And I can say this confidently because I have the real results from the safest and simplest solution, paper ballots. Yes. We need to take a hard look at the equipment that actually records and reports votes. Even though the Senate Intelligence Committee is finally showing some understanding of the problem, it's not enough. All states in this country, the people ultimately responsible for how we vote, must act too. Hang on. I'm wildly distracted by the Beverly Hills Cop music mm -hmm. that's being background. played in yeah. the background. That was awesome. that I was awesome. can't even focus on what he's saying because all I'm thinking is Eddie Murphy's going to come out any second. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that knows. Oh, no, I got it. I got it. In a real election, an official could quickly scan these paper ballots and shortly after have a human verify the results. Paper plus audits. 
all elections should be run this way. But if you don't want to believe me, or every single expert in cybersecurity who's thought this through, then take it from this guy. It's old-fashioned, but it's always good to have a paper backup system of voting. It's called paper. Wow. It even ends with Trump saying we need to have paper fucking yep. balance. And Alyssa Milano tweeted this out. Stupid bitch. She doesn't even realize. So here's the thing. Yeah, I love how they reference that North Korea or the Russians. Mm-hmm. Well, if North Korea and the Russians, let's just say, are behind the 2018 election, they failed miserably. If they're behind the 2020 election, they failed miserably. Mm-hmm. So they must not be that good at what they're doing. No. Or, <laughs> I love how they said at the same fucking time. <clears throat> I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ. So then there's this one. Um, pause it. And this one's, what, two minutes? <clears throat> this is in 2019. Uh, MSNBC, uh, how easy it is to hack Dominion voting machines. Already in use. Jacob, tell me who these hackers are and what they're finding. This is a very paranoid scene here, Ali. We're among some of the greatest hacking minds in the country, people who've been brought together by, uh, uh, you know, above-board companies to try to be as creative as they can and as insidious as they can in attacking systems like you see behind me. These are some of the most common systems used as of 2018 in elections, and so they're here to really test this stuff out. ability that they discovered. Well, one of the big vulnerabilities we're definitely seeing here is, is just the, the incredible, the, the dated nature of this technology. It is extremely old. A lot of it dates from the 90s. And what's one of the most alarming things to me is that a lot of the equipment you see behind me, well, in fact, all of the equipment you see behind me, was not, in fact, provided by the companies. Companies like ES&S and Dominion, which are the top manufacturers of voting equipment, they had to buy this stuff on eBay and through government surpluses. That's what the organizers told me. Here. And so the, the idea that we have to sort of pull this stuff in in order to be to, to test it out without the cooperation of the companies involved is, is really quite alarming. But considering the kind of sophistication I've seen, we have all of our phones off. Uh, you know, even the wait staff here in Las Vegas has been told not to have their phones on while this conference is going on. Uh, you know, the idea that they're going to then go at this kind of data equipment is pretty long. Uh, Jake, cybersecurity companies, companies that are involved in this banking, they, they spent billions of dollars on cybersecurity. Are the kinds of resources necessary to protect voting systems available to election officials in this country? Well, this is what's so alarming about being here is that you see teams literally of hundreds of hackers in the employee of companies like IBM to be a sort of uh, think tank, a skunk works, you know, for discovering uh, the, the latest trends in hacking. Well, an election official barely has the money for a single IT consultant, much less anybody coming in to try to imagine what could go wrong if we went at these guys. So uh, for me, the, the gap here between the billions being spent on cybersecurity across the country by private actors and the fact that... They had to buy these this equipment on eBay just to test it out. I think that tells you everything you need to know. Okay. Then there's this interesting little ditty. 23,000 ballots were apparently received in Pennsylvania before they were even mailed. Oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. Um... 
I mean, the mail's that good that they literally. I mean, we must have just had a bunch of time travelers mm-hmm. in this election. Let's see here. Yeah, is this the video or is this a picture? I think these are just screenshots. Yeah, it's a screenshot. Of a I thought there was a video. video. The very top, I thought there was. Is it? Yeah, the. Um, that, but that's not it, then. Yeah, that's not it. I thought there was a little video, but uh, it's basically. Oh, it's right here. I don't think it's very long, but it's uh, basically showing how. Just listen. The following information is straight from the PA.gov website and has almost 3.1 million entries. I exported all that information into an Excel sheet, but I was cut off at about 1 million rows, so keep in mind we're working with one-third of the whole data set. So the first thing I did was create a column to see if any ballots were mailed out by the government the same day that they were received filled out through the mail by the voter. Turns out about 11,000 were filled out by the voter and returned back to the government the same day the government mailed them out to the voter. I then created a column to see if there were any applications that were approved by the government, mailed out by the government, received by the voter, and then filled out by the voter and mailed back to the government on the same day. And there were 8,205 cases of that. And lastly, I created a column to see if there were any ballots that were received through the mail, filled out before they were even mailed out by the government. There were 7,403 cases of that. Pause the screen to read each definition of the columns. If anyone's able to make sense of these numbers without saying it's fraud, please let me know in the comments. Mm-hmm. The following information is straight from the... So... That's part one. Yeah. So, how, how is it possible, Dave, to to receive, I guess for one, receive the ballot the same day it was mailed by the government, fill it out, and return it, and it get logged in the same day? The same day. Everything in one day. But then even more interesting is how is it possible to receive the ballot, fill it out, and return it before they even mailed it out? That's what I want to know. That's a good question, man. They're that good. They're better than Amazon Prime. Uh, I mean, I, I think what we're alluding here to, or alluding to here is... Voter fraud, right? Mm-hmm. Election fraud, something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chicago. Chicago's election board granted Dominion voting systems unfettered access to their voting data in the 2020 election. So, I mean, all that. Sh- and, and, and Illinois is not even one of these states that they're questioning. But they should be because right. I personally think Illinois went red, just like I think California mm-hmm. went red. Um Anyways, and now I think we're to where we were on the last. Yeah. Um, so then there was that other video. Let's just make sure Let's, there's nothing yeah, so else. Yeah, look to see if there's anything new. Doesn't look like it. I would assume that would be like. What's going on here? Who's that? I don't know, but uh, must I would assume they have something that they want to. Uh... <laughs> I 
I know you don't find him funny, Dave, but he is hammering Gavin Newsom of California with his stupid fucking <laughs> shit. Um, see, then they hit this. Big news in Nevada. What is it? A judge in Nevada has agreed to let the Trump campaign present its evidence that fraud and illegalities plagued the state's widespread election fraud. Campaign says it will be enough to reverse Joe Biden's win and set an example for other states. Interesting. That is big news. Um. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, so if she filed it, it hasn't gotten off to the fucking press. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess there's nothing to report there. So. The tube of views. Yeah. Now this is twenty minutes. This is from Newsmax. It's uh, Sidney Powell and her uh, phone interview uh, talking about it, it being biblical. So we can check it out. Yes. Yeah, I want to hear it. All right. All right. We now have Sidney Powell on the phone. We got the little gremlins out of the system there. Whatever the problem was, Sidney, if you can hear us, great to talk with you tonight. Um, yes. How are you doing? And, and, and it's good to talk to you as always. I want to start off with just the ruling. The biggest news out tonight is this Pennsylvania ruling from this uh, federal district court judge. What do you make of that? Yes, well, I, you know, each of the district court judges has their own particular perspective on things. And I think that judge was appointed by President Obama. We really don't expect to win a lot of the district court cases, but ultimately the Court of Appeals and the Supreme Court or we'll have to get it right. We're very clear on the law and the facts on multiple issues, and we haven't even begun to present the big fraud case yet that I am still working on. Hmm. And it's going to be a blockbuster. I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's interesting. Obviously, I mean, you guys had the news conference this week. Uh, there was a lot of compelling stuff in there. It sounded like you guys were making progress going down a road of investigation, but as I think anybody understands, when you're trying to lay out a case, it takes time to find out what you have. You had a bit of a rub with uh, with Tucker Carlson this week, um, who, who basically said you didn't have any evidence when they asked you to come on. What is the truth of the matter there? Because that made a lot of news. Oh, yes. Well, he sent me some very uh, abrasive and disrespectful emails or text messages, and I responded politely, offering him a, di- a different person as a witness who could explain it. I simply didn't have time to do it then, and I sent him a copy of one of the compelling affidavits that we have in the case and apparently that wasn't sufficient for him he was having a little bit of a tantrum Mm -hmm. but i didn't see or hear what he said and i haven't had time to listen to what he said after that i'm just proceeding on my course of getting the case ready to prove in a court which is where we prove cases of law not in the media how how, what is your timeline as as you look at this you know what's the timeline you think before you can you can put out some of this evidence that can really you know, if you want to, if you want to shut the media up, or they say that you guys have nothing, when will you have some of this stuff? That's that's this hardcore evidence in paper and writing. Well, f- frankly, the affidavits we've already introduced are hardcore evidence. They're okay. firsthand testimony of witnesses who saw how and why the system was created and how it worked to accomplish the objective for Hugo Chavez. They're people who saw ballots being destroyed. We've got evidence from people who saw fake ballots being created. We've got all kinds of different evidence, and then we've got the statistical and mathematical evidence that's absolutely irrefutable. 
I mean, a coin doesn't land on the same side when you flip it 186,000 times. You can't just inject 86,000 Biden votes and expect anybody to believe those are real. And they're not. When we, when we the, see, no matter how you analyze the statistics, whether it's a predictive model or the actual data as it comes in, it, it doesn't hold water. And we've got other testimonial evidence that appears to be coming in now to indicate the Democrats literally added 35,000 votes to every Democratic candidate to begin with. 35 in, in, in any particular state, or you say 35,000 where? We've got it definitely all over one state, and I would be willing to bet it happened everywhere. And when you, when you lay all this out, and you're going to do this in court, uh, do you have what you think is irrefutable evidence that will, that will make up the minds of millions of American people? Well, the burden of proof in court is only a preponderance of the evidence. Mm -hmm. It's not beyond a reasonable doubt. That's the criminal standard. But frankly, with everything we've got, these should be criminal prosecutions at a at a significant level for fraud and conspiracy to defraud yeah. beyond provable beyond a reasonable doubt there are hundreds of thousands of people in our criminal system right now in prison who were convicted on far less evidence of guilt than we have here Sidney Powell, I want you to react to something that I've seen this Republican senator from Pennsylvania Pat Toomey just said in reaction to uh, the district court judge's decision. The district court judge is someone who's very close to Pat Toomey. Senator Toomey says that President Trump has now, quote, exhausted all plausible legal options to challenge the result of the presidential race in Pennsylvania. Is that true? No, that's not true at all. Can you explain why the senator's begun wrong? to fight. <laughs> Can you explain that? Why is the senator wrong? Well, he's wrong because Pennsylvania was one of the hotbeds of many varieties of fraud and criminal acts that the Department of Justice, frankly, should be in there prosecuting. And, and we're going to dump a whole lot of them into evidence in our fraud case that we're going to file in Pennsylvania. Why do you think the Justice Department isn't being more aggressive in following up on what you see? I think the Justice Department has known about this issue for a long time and turned a blind eye to it. Why, though? I wonder why, how why, much the CIA why? actually had a role in in starting this kind of program to begin with, why to would, use on other countries. Why would Donald Trump's Justice Department not be interested in this? Well, uh, you know, I wish Donald Trump had as much control over the Justice Department as people think he does. Mm. Uh, it's, it's taken on a life of its own. I don't think even Bill Barr has the control over the Justice Department that he would like to have because there are so many lawyers in so many different places doing whatever it is they want to do and ignoring the standards and practices that historically created the Justice Department to seek justice and not convictions. I mean, I wrote a book about that back in 2014. Let me so, ask just... I mean, we've been on this increasingly bad path for decades now, and it's done nothing but get worse because nobody's told the truth and stood up for the truth, but Americans are now. They're livid about this, and they can see it. Everybody saw it election night. They saw votes being subtracted from President Trump and appearing on the Biden side of the scale. And that's exactly what this Dominion system was designed to do. And we have been, eyewitness testimony to its entire creation for that very purpose. There have been, I mean, there have been warnings about this system. We were talking about it earlier, Sydney. I mean, you had Senators Warren and Klobuchar 
that, that made a big stink about the 2018 midterms, saying that they don't trust Dominion, that they saw evidence that, that votes could be switched using these systems. These are Democrats who ran right. for president. What I don't understand is how, how is how does this get ignored? I mean, this is a this is a, a nationwide, this is a democracy shocking scandal, if it is true. It is. And it's it's it just, it's so big I can't even wrap my head around it. I just wonder how does this happen? Well, that's exactly how it happens because it's so big nobody wants to wrap their head around it, nobody wants to un untie all the little knots that go into it. Yeah. But we have to if we're going to be a constitutional republic. This cannot go on. Our votes must be counted fair and true. Every legal vote is entitled to be counted, and every illegal vote nullifies the vote of an American citizen and our, our public will of we the people. Um, I'll just pause it for a second. I think part of the deep state's plan here mm-hmm. was make it so complicated that Nobody will want to try and undo this. Right. And I think it's been like this. Maybe not with this particular system, but in general. They try to, you know, I I, I firmly believe they've so stolen almost every election from someone, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't honestly think the American people have actually picked the president probably in years. I mean, several years, decades. Yeah. Probably. Um. And I think they they muddy it so much. And then if if you dare question anything, like in in a general statement as, well, I think there was voter fraud or election fraud, you know, or if you point out the, uh, well, you know, how in the hell is my grandma vote? She's been dead for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Well, that's just one case and that kind of thing. I mean, mean, but finally we have somebody who's, or a team, I should say, looking into it and saying, all right, we've got all this stuff, and we're going to unpack all of it. And we're going to lay it all out here. We're going to leave no stone unturned. Yeah, it's it's kind of like going into, you know, everybody's got that uh, skeletons in their closet. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like um, the deep state's got a giant skeleton in their closet. And I like to keep it there, nice and hidden away. And oh, yeah. nobody fucking, you can say, oh, you got skeletons in the closet. And I mean, we can, we can say, well, yeah, everybody does. Just kind of, you know, every election has a little bit of, you know, oddities, anomalies, whatever. But now Trump's legal team has said, no, no, we're going to open that fucking closet and we're going to pull that skeleton out and we're going to lay it out here and we're going to, we're going to see what it actually is. Mm-hmm. We're going to break it all down. And I don't think they expected that. You know no. what I mean? And I yeah. think that fucking scares the shit out of them. Um, and that's why they're not reporting on it. Well, yeah. Because they're scared of shit. So, you know, what I think's going to happen here is you've got um, General Flynn's pardoned. Sidney Powell's digging. She's got all this evidence that once presented, she claims to be biblical, which we'll continue listening to this thing here. But... What I think you're at at a certain point is, where do they go from here? Where does who go? The deep state. Because <laughs> jail. It, well, I mean, you have to you have to start indicting people and and then put them on trial and convict them and all this. What I'm saying is, if you're on the deep state side, and what I said earlier, how they've backed Joe Biden into a corner. Yeah. 
uh, Flynn's pardon, so he can talk, he can testify, he can spill the beans on everything he knows about the Obama administration. You've got Powell and Giuliani and Wood and all these, uh, Ellis and all these attorneys are going to fucking hammer on your Dominion system and, and showing all this fucking magical ballots and all this shit. Mm-hmm. Well, your media can only ignore so much for so long, right? Right. At a certain point, I mean, just just everybody just turns it off besides the few people that are still. And, and clearly Trump people have the majority. So the majority isn't watching CNN and all this. You you can you can feed bullshit to you know a million people. But when there's say 75 million or 80 million or 90 million people over here that are all thinking the same thing, mm-hmm. the 1 million you're reaching on CNN doesn't mean shit. Right. In comparison. So what do you do as the deep state? You you have to keep up the illusion that you have the majority with your fucking fake empty suit candidate, right. Joe Biden. And how do you suppress that? We have to distract it, right? You got to start doing false flags or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, at what point are they going to start? Well, that's why COVID doing... got so bad again, right? But but that's only that can. And look how people are saying, "Fuck off with your masks mm-hmm. and your lockdowns and all your bullshit." We're not doing it anymore. Businesses are literally saying, "Fuck off." Yeah. We're staying open. You're mm-hmm. not going to shut us down. I mean. Are they completely losing control of everything? So what do they hit us with? They got to hit us with something because it's not like they're just going to say, "You're right, yeah, we fine, you no us. more lockdowns here. Put us in handcuffs. We're done." Like, I mean, that would be nice, but it's not going to happen. So what do they hit us with? Because you know, there's going to be something. There has to be, mm-hmm. and we have not had, I guess, in terms of a false flag that we, you know, had knew during the Obama years. Like we haven't had those in a while right we haven't had like a mass shooting or whatever i mean everything's been closed so when you don't have schools open you can't do school shootings right so what kind of false flag are we are are we literally going to go with a a, like are we going to shut down the internet like is that the only way you can suppress all this information is when she files internet goes out and it stays out for i don't know 10 days of darkness or something? I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm just spitballing here, yeah. but they've got to hit us with something. So the question, and, and that could be at any time, mm-hmm. because this can only get worse for them. I don't oh, yeah. see it getting better unless you have the judges in their pocket. And I'm sure they do. Quite a few. Supreme Court. I, I'm, I'm going Supreme oh, Court right. level. Okay. They have to have Supreme Court judges in there. It doesn't matter any court below them. Because everything, the intentions for the Trump legal team is to just, fuck it, you can do whatever you want, we're taking it eventually to the Supreme right, Court. Right, right. And we will get there, and they'll make a decision. So the question is, is do they have these Supreme Court justices in their pockets? And do they have enough of them in their pockets? That's the question. I don't think they've got enough. This whole thing rides on the Supreme Court. Right. And, and that's what makes me nervous, is because, you know, it's... Yeah, and they got to have it decided by the 14th, right? Well, supposedly, yeah. December 14th. I don't know. Like, 
I, I guess the 14th is when they normally, like, have shit like this wrapped up or whatever. Mm. Um, I, here's the thing. From this moment, we have, what, 14, 19 days from yeah. from the moment you and I are talking. From listeners, it's less than that, 15 days, roughly. 19 days, and we have got to hear all this stuff, got it to the Supreme Court or whatever. And a decision made. <laughs> I mean... Do we see that actually happening? I mean, that's I a lot of shit that's supposedly got to come out. And think about what can happen. Point is that it's more than 10 days. Mm-hmm. We could have a 10-day darkness. I feel like if they're going to shut down the fucking Internet, this is going to be the time they do it. Mm-hmm. Because if if it if they're going to hammer and basically expose everything and you just shut it all down... And nobody can know. You know what I mean? Nobody knows that. So then what? Trump goes to the emergency broadcast, and all of a sudden that becomes his Twitter platform? Holy shit, could you imagine that? Dude. I mean, and and then nobody can get around it. It's uh, basically it's tweets well. from Trump saying, yeah. I won the election. Uh, voter for, you know, like, mm. is I mean, I don't know. In one respect, it'd be hysterical. Watching heads explode. These fucking yeah. people like, I don't want your fucking tweet. You know, and they're forced to fucking see it because they have mm-hmm. a phone, so they have to turn their phone off. You know? I, mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if they could do that, but they could force, like, the phone back on just <laughs> to get the fucking Well, we know they can because they say that you, they could turn right. their, your phone back on. I'm just saying, could a emergency broadcast system from the president force your phone back on to get the... I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Or do you, like... I've listened to one podcast, and they're like, what they need to do... Is they need to take the fucking uh, the crazy shit with Hillary on the Wiener laptop and just play that twenty four hours a day through a <laughs> Trump uh, emergency broadcast thing, <laughs> and then everybody will wake up. It's like, yeah, but there's some fucking sick shit right there. I don't yeah. know. I'd want like, you know, there's there are younger teenagers and stuff that also have phones that get right. these things. Do you right. really want them seeing Hillary eating a child? Yeah, oh shit. I mean, <laughs> I know it sounds insane, but let's get back to the Sydney yeah. Powell interview here. It's absolutely counter to everything this country was founded on. So we have got to get this fixed now. We can't, I can't unsee it. I'll tell you that. I yeah. certainly cannot unsee what I have seen. And I'm going to make sure everybody else knows everything I've seen, too, because we've got to hold our government institutions accountable and and do better than this by each other. And it does cut across both political parties. It cuts across generations now, or at least multiple decades, of this kind of corruption. It's got increasingly more sophisticated. Has anybody given you... smudge the edge of a ballot and stick it through the machine, and the ballot would be rejected. But now they can literally drag and drop hundreds of thousands of votes wherever they want them. I mean, and, just... and that's they, everybody knew when they bought the system that, that was one of the features of the system. We've caught people lying now and saying that things that happened that ran people out of voting areas. And well, we've got tons of evidence. I just it's so much it's hard to pull it all together. Have, have, I mean, how big of a, you know, if, if, if this happened, how big of a conspiracy, how many people would have had to have been in on something like this? 
Oh, gosh, uh, probably uh, thousands, including the people running the machines at each of the polls, polling centers. We know, for example, that one of the higher-ups of Dominion went to Detroit the night of the election to, to handle things himself. And we also have evidence that there were any number of VPN lines open to the Internet for foreign actors to be meddling in it. Has anybody given you an explanation that, that as to why they had to turn the machines off? You talk about how the machines no, got turned well, off yes, and then our, there was a our, our, key, our, our witness from Venezuela who saw it all created and how it worked said that he knew as soon as the machines were turned off in those key straits, it was because we the people in voting, Trump, in voting for Trump in a landslide election had essentially broken the algorithm that had been pre-programmed into the machine. So they had to stop counting in those states and areas and backfill the vote with fraudulent mail-in ballots or whatever means they used to do it, whether they just injected numbers or trashed uh, votes for Trump otherwise and changed the numbers. I don't know exactly how they did it right now in each spot, but that's essentially the way it worked. Let me ask you about the state of Georgia. Obviously, yesterday, you know, the governor there... He um, certified the election for Joe Biden. It's about 12,000 votes. And what you see, will Georgia switch? Yeah, that's a total farce. Mm -hmm. uh, Georgia's probably going to be the first state I'm going to blow up. And, and Mr. Kemp and the Secretary of State need to go with it because they're in on the Dominion scam with their last-minute purchase or award of a contract to Dominion of $100 million dollars. The State Bureau of Investigation for Georgia ought to be looking into the financial benefits received by Mr. Kemp and, and uh, the Secretary of State's family about that time. And another benefit Dominion was created to award is what I would call election insurance. That's why Hugo Chavez had it created in the first place. But I also wonder where he got the technology, where it actually came from, because I think it's hammer and scorecard from the CIA. Just to clarify, you're saying that Governor Kemp, who's been a longtime ally of the president, is, a, is directly involved because of financial benefit in the conspiracy to defeat the president in Georgia? We have certainly been told that there is evidence of that and it would warrant an investigation if anybody were actually going to do an honest investigation. What are some strong words right there? Conspiracy? Yeah. Is the governor's I can't. Yeah, I can't give you any more details on that now, but it would certainly warrant an investigation. Jordan. If it had been reported to me as a law enforcement officer, I would be investigating it steadfastly. You, you know, I know you say you, you want to do your arguing in court. You are an attorney. You're not a press secretary. But you all did have a press conference last week. Jordan Sekulow said that there's going to be a filing soon in Georgia that would be explosive. Can you tell us anything? Can you make some news with us here tonight? Tell us anything new that you're going to present in that filing in Georgia. Can't. Well, I'm, I, I can't say that yet. But hopefully this week we will we will get it ready to file. Sydney, what's and it, it will it will be biblical. Biblical. What what is the state where where was it the worst? From what you see and what you're alleging, what state was, was switched the most? Oh, that's really hard to say. Georgia is extremely bad. Uh, we've got ballots being shredded, ballots being thrown out in trash bags, uh, lying by people working in the center, um, the votes being switched, the algorithms being run, you name the manner. Yeah, that's the thing with, they've got on video these 
they have these different companies that pick up shit to shred, like mm-hmm. paper shredder or whatever. Just showing up, taking garbage can after garbage can out, presumably with ballots or something, envelopes, whatever, and they're just shredding. It's like, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure they have to keep ballots after an election like this for a substantial amount of time before you can shred them. I think it's like two years or something. Minimum, yeah. Like, I think they have to, I mean, not that something would change two years into a thing, but they have to, they're supposed to. So, these shouldn't even be showing up at this point. Did you see the letter that, like, the the letter that was sent out to the government? I, I think it was Pennsylvania, an actual shredding company that actually got hired to shred paper from them, had to, like, release their own statement saying, hey, we were hired to do a job. Our people are being harassed, threatened, and accosted because of what they do. We had no idea what we shred. Per our guidelines and our contract, we are not allowed to know what's in it. We just shred it. That's all we do. Yeah, but if you're being called to go get shit from a fucking, the whatever county or state's election, whatever. They picked it up at a park or something. Oh, that's even stranger. Yeah, that, 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 I wish I would have Yeah, but how many times, how many yeah. ballots did they find in garbage cans in parks? Exactly. Or ditches on the side of the road and mm-hmm. shit like that. I mean, not that... Shredding places are just going around. Like, oh, there's some paper. Let's shred it. I right, mean, right. It would. It would. If you were going to pull a scheme off like this, that would make sense. Well, we'll have uh, Betty Joe over there take fucking uh, three boxes of of uh, Trump ballots, throw it in the, her trunk, take it to the fucking park district over there, and you know, uh, put them at the fucking whatever park district office building, right. and then we'll have the shredders go there. And just, you know, just throw them in. Right. Or something. Right. I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, but, but see, here's the thing. You go do an audit, you've shredded a bunch of ballots, let's just say, hypothetically. So you've got one number. Mm-hmm. Now you've shredded a bunch of shit. Now they go and do an audit. And all of a sudden, 150,000 ballots aren't there. Right. Well, for, how'd you count them in the first place? Yeah. So, and then recount So them. where in the fuck did they go? All this is doing is, well, Proving I mean, this is, no, this is an actual even bigger fucking chaos issue. Let's just say that's the case. You go do an audit, but let's say there, there's 100,000 even less for Trump at this point. Or, I mean, that that's one scenario, or 100,000 less for Biden. Right. All of a sudden. I mean... You, you you counted, then you recounted, and now we're doing an audit, and there's 150,000 less for, say, pick one. You know what I mean? What's we'll the Biden? What the hell? I mean, that's a... Are they trying to get it to the point where there's no... Like, like you almost have to just throw out the whole election? Like, are they trying to get to that point where you just you just can't... I mean, to me, that only works in Trump's favor. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I think it goes back to the very beginning. You and I said that they went in panic mode and they fucked up huge. Well, because because the turnout was so huge. Yeah, they didn't expect it. They didn't expect the turnout to be as big as it was. Mm-hmm. And I think they had it programmed for a certain amount. And then it over exceeded that amount for 
Trump, which is why they had to shut it down when they did, go in and for like purge or whatever, like we got to fucking put more in because right. well, we had it set to do a little bit where it wouldn't have been noticeable, except his supporters way overturned out than what we were expecting or mm-hmm. planning, you know, because of our polls right. that were all bullshit. All bullshit. So now we got to stop it, reprogram more in, but now... And then because they did that, it gave that fucking, you saw the, the spikes, the spikes that mm-hmm. or it goes up and then all of a sudden straight up for just him. And, you know what I mean? And, and then that becomes an oddity. So clearly there's no judge in their right mind, Supreme Court level, and there shouldn't be any judge beneath that. If you were to just simply look at this, right? you take out all compromise, all anything, you swore an oath to the Constitution as a judge. There's no way you could sit there and say, there's no voter fraud. There's, yeah, no way. there's no way. So any judge that throws anything out that rules against this, I automatically assume is compromised. Yep. Blackmailed something. All the way up to the Supreme Court level. Um, I mean, you just can't not... Cannot see it. Like, how could you be oblivious to this? Mm-hmm. Even with the just the shit that we've seen, and we don't even know what Sydney has that we, you know, that she has that we don't know about. Right. We have no idea. I mean, she claims it's so much more and worse than what we even know. Right. And we know a lot. I know enough to say that, I mean, what the fuck? But you can't re-election. You can't do a re-election. No. So at what point do you, I mean... So then I guess let's go even further. What happens if they got judges paid off, blackmailed, whatever, threatened all the way up to the top, and they rule in Biden's favor? What happens then in this country? Isn't that where the House or the Senate has to decide who the president is? Not if the judges decided. Yeah, I don't know that. The judges could, you know... um, that's when we have our civil war. I mean, ultimately, that's that's like where else is there to go? You can't let a guy who's. I think that's where the fucking civil war comes. So, in, man. so you you have to full full blown go civil. You mean do you actually think that's going to happen? Because in the event that you were to go to that far with it, I would assume you would. All of a sudden, like, the uh, United Nations will come in. I mean, they're going to, like, like, is there enough fucking, like, uh, white people with guns, black people with guns, people that are on, say, the right side? No pun intended. <laughs> well, yeah, no pun intended. Um, with their guns and militias and all their shit to take on... Because the U.S. military is heavily on the right side. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're not going to stand with the other side. Right. I mean, they're just not. So that doesn't bode well in terms... I mean, I think you're, a lot of your generals will. But I think you're... I think you'll see some dissension. I mean, do you think it will get that far? I mean, I'm what happens? At, at what point do they just, like... Well, I don't know. I'm I'm so curious. Are we going to see something that's never happened before in the history where, like... Already have. I mean, this is way worse voter fraud than ever before. Right. But 
I'm just saying, like, clearly the majority voted one way. And they're they're literally being told, no, you don't get that. It's not your choice anymore. Like, I can't just fathom that these people are just going to sit back and say, oh, well. We'll get them next time, guys. Yeah, because there, there won't be a next time. Right. That's the thing. So I have to figure, like, these people are just going to go fucking bonkers. Like, But, I mean, are they going to go bonkers in terms of looting and rioting? Or are they we literally going to have groups of people, like, um, going to Washington, D.C. or going to their own state capitals and, like, holding it up or something? Like, I, I'm just so curious. How is this going to play out? If it gets that far. I can't fathom it's going to get that far. I but- hope it doesn't. But, like, I mean, I don't know. It's so interesting to me. That's fucked up. Should we finish her interview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. A fraud, and it occurred in Georgia. These are in the, in the Atlanta area counties. counties, those counties, Fulton, DeKalb? Yeah, the, I, think, I think the algorithm ran most probably across the country. Can I say that for sure yet? No, I can't say that for sure yet, but it looks that way. And, and it looks like it... 35,000 votes were added to every Democratic candidate. You also talked about this ability of the system, and I thought this was so interesting when you said it, that it can take a vote and it can make a vote for Biden worth more than a vote for Trump. Do you think that that happened, or is that another part of the system that maybe wasn't used? No, I think that definitely happened. I think that was the first step with the system, to weight the votes so that a Biden vote is worth 1.23, say, and and a Trump vote is worth the the rest of that uh, and so the trump vote is about three quarters and the biden vote is one and a quarter what in that s- way that's you can see the reports and the records of fractional numbers for the votes yeah that doesn't make any sense it's nuts Wait, how can you do that I mean, everything you're everything you're alleging frankly is nuts which is why i think you're getting so much scrutiny and so much criticism but if it's true and we don't know. And that's just a simple thing is that we don't know yet if it's true because we can't see what you've seen. I want to ask you about right. Michigan. Um, Michigan's a bigger margin than the rest of them. It's like 100 and maybe 150,000. Uh, what are you seeing in Michigan? We're seeing essentially the same things in Michigan except larger number of ballots being stuffed in. It's the old-fashioned stuffing the ballot box. They're just doing it by computer instead of by paper. It's, that's really all it is. They're dragging and dropping files of votes from one person to another instead of just stuffing paper ballots in the ballot box. Can you, can you specifically? You know, corruption in elections has been going on forever. I remember LBJ saying, you know, send some guys down to the cemetery because those people, if they were alive, would have voted for me. <laughs> and they take the name and the birthday, and that's what they did. So it's Saturday night. Can you? But it's- can you pre- I'm sorry. Can you preview for us as specifically as you can what's going to happen this coming week, starting Monday morning? Tell us where you're going to file, what you expect to happen by Friday. Well, I don't personally. I don't expect to file anything by Monday. I'm hoping we can get it ready by Wednesday. If not, it should be ready by Friday. But it's a massive project to pull this fraud claim together with the evidence that I want to so, put in. So, so are you saying you're going to file? Remember, it's not a, 
this isn't a summary judgment motion where we actually have to produce any evidence now. Your typical lawsuit, you just file the statement of what the charges are without any affidavits or anything. But are you saying the, you're going to the file the, the same? The way the media is going about this is absolutely ridiculous and unreasonable to expect us to put evidence in right now. Although we are, we know election issues are on an expedited schedule. But I could wait a month to file the fraud case, and everybody would have to undo their certifications because it's so bad. But are you saying you're going to file the same case in multiple jurisdictions or in one jurisdiction? Each one's a little bit different depending on what happened in the state, the different manner and means, and the evidentiary aspects that support each one. You know, we've got different affidavits from different witnesses in each of the states. So there are going to be some differences between them, but they're going to be claims that are, are identical. Some of the legal claims are going to be identical. For example, in a, in a number of states, the, there were modifications to the machine after the statutory cutoff date that should invalidate every vote cast on the machine. I mean, Georgia cannot, there's no way Georgia can proceed to have an election using those machines for the runoff candidates. Yeah. That's absolutely absurd. You know, as, we, as we wrap this up, Sydney, I think everybody at home right now wants to see this. They want to see what you say you've seen. Is that going to be possible at any point? Are we going to be able to, to, to see some of these problems and some of these issues, the way these, these systems work and the way this uh, Dominion works? Yes, and there's actually evidence on online now. I mean, we need to try to get our website up to date with the complaints that have already been filed. But exhibits were attached, for example, to Lynn Wood's complaint in Georgia yeah. that are, are remarkable and stunning, including the affidavit of the young man from Venezuela who saw Hugo Chavez create how they did the software, hire people to do it and get it done, and then how it worked to make sure he won every election thereafter. That's, just That's what it's designed to do. Their, their own yeah. handbook tells you that these things are features of their system. Right. Are we supposed to think they didn't use the features? <laughs> Heck no, they used them. And, and things... they used them against their own candidates. The Democrats used them against Bernie Sanders in 2016. And somebody even told him what had been done to him when Hillary Clinton won that primary, and he didn't. And instead of standing up for the American people and the right to vote, he sold out. You're saying Dominion, the, the Smartmatic Dominion system was used in 2016 when Hillary beat Bernie in the primary? Yes. Wow. So Bernie won the 2016 primary. So it should have been Trump versus Bernie. Yep. And then I bet you Bernie also won in 2020 primary for the Democrats. Mm -hmm. So it should have once again been Trump versus Bernie, not yeah. even Biden. Like, but like you so earlier, fucking crazy. Bernie's dude. not fucking corrupt. He isn't, or at no, least he not, is, not to the level that Biden right. is. Well, he's, he's, not he's easily bought off is yeah. what it is. He, yeah, he's like, like you said, oh, he, yeah, buy me another house. Yeah, exactly. He took the money, he took. He sold out. He said, yeah. fuck it. You know? Yeah, twice. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's crazy, dude. I don't think we had heard that yet. That's, 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 an, yep. that's an incredible development right there. And you say he knows that. Bernie Sanders knows that. <laughs> Yes, the person who sent me the data told me that they informed Bernie Sanders of all their findings, and he didn't do anything except get enough money to buy another fabulous house. <laughs> yeah, bought off. Wow. I'm telling you, it's been used for both parties. One of the big problems is that we don't know who was elected by buying their election through Dominion. 
Uh, I'm sure it crosses party lines. I'm not, that's not an accusation against every politician. It's certainly not mean, meant to be, but it means we don't know which ones got elected that way and how much they knew about how it was being used for or against them, certainly not against them. But I'm reasonably certain at this point that John James was ripped out of his seat and he was entitled to have won that election by the real vote. And the same, I think, is true for Doug Collins in Georgia. And there's no telling how many congressional candidates should have won that lost by the addition of 35,000 votes per Democrat or the algorithm that they were running against whoever they wanted to target. I mean, you can do it candidate by candidate. That is something else. I mean, that's this just... It's mind-blowing. Sydney, uh, what, what you're alleging, I, 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 can't, I can't even imagine. And uh, I hope that you will join us again to talk about what you continue to find as you continue to investigate. I will, I will do that, and I will try and get more stuff up online this week. We've got yeah. some website or just email issues, it to and, us. of course, people are trying to hack us and everything else. But right. uh, Democratic Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney wrote the tre Treasury Secretary about this very issue in 2003, I think it was. 17 so years people ago. have been complaining about it, and the government's done absolutely nothing except whatever it wants to do. So mm -hmm. who is really pulling the strings here and choosing the American right. officials pursuant to this system? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. it's not the people of the United States of America, and that's supposed to be who it is. It's, it's just something else. And like you said, prominent. Democrat politicians have complained about the usage of this system in this country. Sidney Powell, thank you so right. much for joining us tonight on the phone. Um, I know how busy you are, and we appreciate the time. Thank you. My pleasure. Okay. When was the last fair election we had? And in all honesty, when do you think the actual when, last fair election was? When was Ben Franklin president? <laughs> I don't think Ben Franklin was ever president. <laughs> he was. He did actually win, but... He got Jude out uh, of it. Well, so that wasn't a fair election then. It wasn't, yeah. Did, he, did Ben Franklin him. actually run for president? I don't think so, dude. Oh, man. I, it's just crazy. So basically, we looked at each other Friday. Friday, So because we just looked at Twitter before we started that video. There was nothing. Nothing. So we're thinking Friday, huh? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Phil Klein, former Kansas Attorney General and current director of the Amistad Project, where the fuck that is, uh, quote, we already have suits in six states, but we're filing more based on this new data. Series of decisions at the local level funded and encouraged by the flow of 350 million of Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerfuck, huh? Yeah. E-filing soon. Complaint over 100 pages plus exhibits will post as soon as it hits. And that was 49 minutes ago. So maybe they are trying to squeeze it in late night here, which will actually, if they file it after hours on Wednesday, obviously nothing's going to happen on Thursday. Right. So it will come up first thing Friday. <laughs> I don't know, man. So, Friday. It'll be Friday. Yeah. What's her website? Have you looked at her website? No, I don't even know what her fucking website is. I didn't even know she had a website. I should probably look that up. Jesus. My fingers just went Joe Biden. 
that's it right there. <laughs> could, could it be SydneyPowell.com? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that would be her be, website. Be a little too easy. <laughs> All right. I'd go to news. Maybe not. Well, anyways. There you go. Well, that ain't it. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll just keep having to check this site. Yeah. I'll put more shit up there. I don't see anything. Yeah, there's nothing. Media. That's not it. Writing, speaking, contact. Maybe it's this. Crack and release her. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to donate to her, go to sydneypowell.com. You can figure it out, all listeners. Yeah. Um, so, nothing really else there. Uh, there. This is kind of what I was telling you. We played that, what, five-minute one of mm-hmm. him earlier? Mm-hmm. This is what I was listening to that I feel like he explains how they did the, how his team did the analytics of this and know how they do it. This, uh, Patrick Byrne, I mean, do we, do we want to do that or we going to just leave it? I think we're good on it for now. All right. Cause we'll it was, what happens when it was pretty informational. I mean, I guess we could always come back to this mm-hmm. in another episode. So. All right, well, then I guess we'll leave it there. I think we've uh, we've done this episode justice. So when people listen to this, the Kraken's been released. Maybe, worst-case scenario, we could uh, hit on a quick little Friday one yeah, and do a release and a fast turnaround for that one, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but it's going to have to be big. Like, the Kraken's going to have to be big. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll kind of wait and see. But if we don't release this one before Monday, which is when everyone should be hearing this, Monday the 30th, then I don't even know what I was saying. You do a back-to-back. If there's news on Friday, we can do this one first and then release the other one two hours yeah. later or whatever. Yeah. Well, anyways. You'll get it when you get it. Yeah. So if you're hearing this and it's not Monday the 30th yet, we time traveled like a lot of Biden's voters seem to submit their ballots early. Right? Yeah. That's how we That's do exactly it. That's exactly how we do it. Um, all right. Well, anyways, we'll figure it all out. Till next time, buddy. See you.
please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. that time of year again no matter what you're celebrating this holiday season amazon has gifts for everyone go to d2rpn.com and click the amazon banner and help out the d2r podcast network happy holidays from everyone here at the d2r podcast network And it's Dave. If you guys like the skits on the Rock Vegas podcast, check out the Rock Vegas Puppet Show on YouTube. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Rock Vegas Puppet Show and also on Twitter at Rock Vegas Puppet. Yeah, new episodes come every Sunday. Make sure you subscribe. Do you have a question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872 So there I am in my car listen to shitty music and I ask myself the tough questions why am I listening to the same song over and over again when I could be listening to the D2R podcast network and is it true that he who smelt it dealt and why the fuck did the chicken cross the road and what the hell is on Joey's head I wonder if Yoko Ono saw yesterday, today. I wonder if tomorrow was yesterday. Rockford reference. The D2R Podcast Network. Live for today. Or yesterday.